Hi, friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough Podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back, or enjoy your drive, and let's get authentic, real, and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In episode 52, Sasha interviews our daughter, Sophia. They get frank and discuss the challenges of having a mother who's a full-time cardiac anesthesiologist and the founder of Brave Enough. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. So I'm really excited to share with you probably one of the most personal podcasts I've ever done to date, by far. And I'm really proud of myself that I have committed to a year of podcasting. To be honest with you, I really didn't know if this was something that I was going to be able to accomplish and I did it. So for 52 weeks over the course of a year, I recorded a podcast a week and I did this on nights and weekends and, you know, very early in the morning with uh, signs on the door saying, kids, let the dog out quietly. Kids, don't disturb mom. I'm getting ready to record a podcast. Hey, uh, kids, I know I'm post-call, but I got to record this podcast. So everybody has to leave me alone for an hour. And I did it at the sacrifice of my family. And so I had was thinking about like, okay, it's the end of the year, the last episode of the year. I finally did this accomplishment. Who do I want to have on? Like what special guest? And I was talking to my daughter, Sophia, on the way home from dance one night. And she said, well, mom, what about me? <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh, really? Like I would have you on the podcast. And then I realized, wait a minute, this is actually probably the most important person to me in my world are my children and my husband. They see the authentic Sasha. They see what I'm sacrificing every day. They see how hard it is for me to juggle motherhood and my career. And they love me despite. And the truth is that I try really, really hard to make sure that my job doesn't interfere with my family. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, it does. Um, the truth is that I am multiple things. I'm a mom, I'm a physician, I'm a wife, I'm a leader of women. And I lead thousands of women physicians and this is what I'm called to do. And so of course they are affected by this. I try really hard to leave my kids out of it, but at the end of the day, they're affected and they're the ones that sacrifice. And the more I thought about it, I thought who better to talk to than my daughter, who will be totally unscripted and open and honest about what it is to be a career woman in 2019 and struggle with also being a mom. Because I can tell you whether you're mom or dad, you probably struggle with parent guilt at some level. And so while I really hope and try to keep all of my, uh, projects and my passion and my job outside of my kids' lives, it affects them. And that's just the reality of it. And so I'm really excited to share with you today, my daughter, Sophia Leah, Leah and I talking about what it is to be a mom and a doctor. Now we're going to get into my most treasured guest who's sitting across from me, the beautiful strawberry blonde haired colored Sophia Leah. Welcome to the show, Sophia. Hello. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? 
Um, well, my name's Sophia, and uh, I really like to dance, and also I like to play basketball, and I like to be artsy and play instruments. What instruments do you play? Uh, I play the guitar and the clarinet. Ooh, that's amazing. So you have a little bit of your dad in you, and you have a little bit of me in you, but definitely the musical side, the left brain side, you get from your father. Your dad's a pretty good artist and a pretty good musician. I am not a good artist, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even draw a stick figure. Um, so what kind of dance do you like to do? Uh, I really like clogging and tap because I'm not so much on the ballet side and the technique and stuff. <laughs> so how long have you been dancing? Uh, for like, since I was two about, I did like an ABC class. And what about hip hop? Uh, I like hip-hop, actually, but um, I guess it's not one of my favorites, but it's fun to do. What about clogging? Clogging is definitely one of my favorites just because I get to make noise and I get to express my feelings through through it. That's amazing. And you dance pretty competitively. Like, how many hours a night do you spend dancing? Uh, about two yeah. hours to... All night, practically. Yeah, some nights you're there for four hours, so it's a big commitment, isn't it? Yes. And you like to you like music. Mm-hmm. And you like art. Yes. And who else lives in our family besides you? Uh, I have one. Well, I have three brothers. Okay, so uh, tell us about the bros. Like uh, break so them down. <laughs> so we have Levi, who's my youngest brother, who's just very imaginative and he's just a, like a little ball of energy and then we have <laughs> and how old is he how oh, old is levi? levi is nine okay and you are how old uh i'm 11 okay and then we have asher who's very sports like he watches sports news all the time with my dad and he is really kind and then we have And Sam. how old is Asher? Oh, Asher's 13. Okay, so he's two years older than you. Yep. Now, would you describe your relationship with Asher P? We call him P. <laughs> Asher is definitely that one. He's that one brother sibling that I don't get along with so well. And <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> and uh, we fight constantly. And Why do you think that is? Do you just fight to annoy me? Um, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's just him, or maybe it's just me, or maybe it's just the both of us. So. Right. It's your personalities. Yeah. Because everyone says we're alike, but I don't mm, think we're alike. You're alike. Yeah. Maybe just a little. Both type <laughs> A. Okay, and then your older brother, Sammy. Sam is very, very smart, and he also is very kind, and he... Always per- puts other people before him. Like, every day he gives me at least ten hugs. Aww. And he's just super sweet. And he is 16. And he's kind of quiet. Yeah, he's more of an introvert. So he, most of the time, he does like to stay in his room. But he also, once you get to know him, he's very uh, bright and sparky. So... Do you think you're an introvert or an extrovert? Because I actually struggle with this with you because I don't know what you are. Yeah. I like to talk to people. I'm very, I ask, I talk a lot. People tell me that. I talk too much sometimes. But I also do like to have time to my own and just to relax and do things like bullet journaling and 
So sometimes when you're tired, you're pretty good about putting yourself to bed or you're pretty good about just escaping to your room (laughs) and being alone and drawing or reading or doing makeup or whatever it is that you like yeah. to do. So that's why I struggle sometimes. Cause I, I honestly don't know if you're an introvert or an extrovert cause you're very social, but you also like to withdraw to your room. Yeah. I feel like I'm more of an extrovert just because I just talk a lot and ask a lot of questions and I'm, and I'm always constantly talking. You know, I think you're kind of like me, Soph, cause I'm an extrovert, but I definitely need my own time by myself. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about our family. You're 11. You've talked a little bit about yourself. Um, what is it like? I'm so afraid of what you're going to say <laughs> right yeah. now. But I want you, Sophia, I want you to say whatever is the honest truth and how you feel. Okay. Okay. You're not going to, like, there's no script to follow. There's no, no right or wrong answers. She was just like, record. Uh, and then started. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So, so tell me. What is it like having a mom that is a doctor? Uh, I feel like it's different um, than a lot of kids because, number one, you also you do spend a lot of time with us because you get those breaks and you are always constantly with us. But sometimes it's also hard just because you are gone a lot. Maybe you're on call or you're going to talk or something. So you know what call means, like when I'm on call. Yeah, it means that you have to stay at the hospital overnight, and you sadly don't get to come home <laughs> so, until the morning. So is it hard for you? Like, how do you deal with that when I'm gone for a day or two days or longer? Uh, I usually just think that you're doing it for a reason. You're either saving someone's life or you're helping other people through something. Or you're teaching other people to save other people's lives, which is pretty cool to think that I have a mom like that. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> um, what are some of the hard, hardest parts? Like, do you ever think, gosh, I wish my mom wasn't a doctor or was home more? Uh, yeah, sometimes I do think that just because... I don't know, maybe my friend's like, oh, I get to hang out with my mom and do this and stuff, and sometimes I just don't get to do that with you because you're gone. But you also do, when you are not on call or you are home, you always put your attention toward us and you um, don't forget about us and you just love us very much. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to take some deep breaths. This is so hard, but this is good, Soph. So, okay. Um, What what are some of the things that you would say to someone, like a mom? Because as a mom, you know that sometimes I feel bad. I can't be there for things. I can't be at all of your school stuff. And sometimes dad's there and I'm not there. Or dance stuff. Sometimes dad's there and I'm not there. Or grandma or grandpa take you. Um, How do you process that? Like, do you ever get, like, angry at me? Um, I don't. I do sometimes get a little bit mad at you just because I'm like, oh, why didn't she stay and do this with me? But um, 
I do get sad a lot though. It's more of sad than angry just because I wish you were there with me and stuff. You miss me? Yeah. And I miss you. <laughs> Does it what do you so what do you do when you get sad? Like how do you get out of that? Um, usually I go to dad and just tell him I'm sad or I pray or something or Levi <laughs> usually gives me a hug and he's like, it's okay. <laughs> so so yeah. what do you think about medicine? Like, does medicine, like, do you think medicine is cool? Do you think medicine is kind of scary? Do you think medicine is weird? Like, what do you think about medicine as a, like, as a job? I don't think it's weird at all, but, uh, it is pretty cool just knowing that, like, you're doing all these cool things, like saving someone's life or, I don't know, holding a heart. I don't know, but I think it is pretty cool. Well, I'm not really holding the hearts. I'm looking at the hearts. I'm imaging <laughs> the hearts. Um, okay, but but you, there are some positive aspects to be yeah. being a doctor's daughter. Like, what would you say are the positive things about me being, a, you being the daughter of a woman who is a physician? Um, I think it's really cool when maybe people will ask, like, uh, what does your mom do? And I'll be like, oh, my mom's a doc, an anesthesiologist and an entrepreneur. And they're like, whoa, that's really cool. Like, um their parents do this and I think it's cool that my mom is doing something that is changing things like saving someone's life and uh it's also cool that she's just helping other people and that yeah it's just cool (laughs) so you see me as an entrepreneur which is really cool that's actually a compliment to me (laughs) um so let's talk about brave enough for a little bit So what do you, like, when I first started doing Brave Enough, what did you think? Did you really understand what it was, or what did you think? No. Well, when you first started, like, StyleMD and stuff, I kind of just knew it was, like, a Facebook page where women physicians and stuff were, like, coming together and stuff. But when you started Brave Enough, I was, like, really surprised because, like, what it has become, like, StyleMD and stuff. And it was, like kind of weird almost like my mom is doing this like she's having a conference and she's like doing all of this stuff at once and I was like kind of surprised but then when I really started focusing on what brave enough was I was not surprised and I was well I guess I wasn't surprised but I knew what it was and I wasn't so confused (laughs) so what do you what is brave enough to you If you had to describe it to someone, like, what do you tell your friends or how would you describe it to a friend? Well, I feel like my friends wouldn't understand it as much as maybe if I was telling a mom or something or someone like that. I would mostly just tell my friends that um, my mom kind of has her own business and she empowers women uh, to be who they want and stuff. That's what I would tell my friends. That's a great description. And you came to the Brave Enough Retreat. So talk to me about the Brave Enough Retreat because you weren't going to come. I wasn't going to have you come. And then kind of the last minute, I was really missing you. And I yeah. thought to myself, this would kind of be a fun way for you to see what I do. And it was a small group of women. And I, and I knew that you would be able to just kind of see it. So talk to me about that. What, how was the Brave Enough Retreat? Or what did you think about the Brave Enough Retreat? I thought it was so cool how 
the women woke up and some of them might have shared a room or something and they went downstairs, maybe in their PJs, I don't know, and <laughs> went into the room and uh, they would have like a class with you and they would all be super kind to each other and they would act like, I don't know, they've known them for years and it was really cool to see a lot of the women blossom and stuff and to see my mom teaching uh, classes to women and changing their lives. <laughs> you are so amazing. You're making me cry, girl. Okay, so how, how, what are some of the hardest things about being an 11-year-old girl today? Um, like for those women that are listening or dads that are listening that have a daughter like you, what would you say to them? How, how, what do parents need to know about what it's like to be an 11 year old? What are the hard things that we need, you need support for? Um, I feel like now a lot of people judge other people. Maybe even if you're my age, um, people might judge you. And, um, it's also like hard to maybe think that your body is this way, even though it's perfect, just the way you are. And, that um, they might be going through something and all you need to do is just um, love them and make them feel good about themselves. So encouragement. Yeah. To be who you are and thankfulness for the body that God has given you Mm -hmm. and to feel secure in that, to feel healthy in that, right? Yeah. So it's a a time where your body's changing, your body's going through a lot of changes. Mm Mm-hmm. It's hard to... Especially as an 11-year-old, I feel like that's the stage. Yes. You're very wise. <laughs> you are very, very wise, Sophia. So you need what I'm, I think I'm hearing you say is that it's an awkward stage. Your body's changing. People are maybe judging you. Yes. And you need your parents to be kind and encouraging to you. Yeah, and they need to t- and tell them that... You know, I went through the same thing, and I know what it's like, and it might seem really hard at first, but everything will be just fine. Mm. (laughs) So, what are your favorite things that you and I do together? Um, A lot of times we'll go shopping and get our nails done, and then we'll always, like every time, we'll go get sushi because... She knows that sushi is my favorite food, and we'll just hang out and we'll have really good talks about school or her work or stuff like that. I love it. I love that you like sushi. <laughs> Nobody else likes sushi. Now, will you tell everybody that's listening that you eat cooked sushi so that they know you don't eat the raw sushi? Oh, because all these doctors are listening <laughs> and they're gonna call mommy and be like, "Don't let her eat raw sea or seafood." Yeah, I am actually very picky about that. I'm always like, well, does it have raw fish in it? Because I don't want to get sick and stuff. Because it's almost like, to me, I think about it as like alcohol, but in a fish. So I can't have it until I'm 21 years old. So I'm like, well, is it safe for me to eat? Because sometimes the sushi just doesn't look cooked. So I always ask her if it's okay. Okay, so what... Um, you're pretty, you and I are very alike in some ways and we're very different in some ways. Yeah. I think, I don't know what you think. (laughs) Um, what, what do you think? Do you think we're alike or different? 
Um, well, I feel like hmm, it's kind of hard. I feel like it's even, like 50% is we're alike and 50% is different. Like, we're both introverts and we both have... Introverts? You think we're introverts? Or not introverts, extroverts, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't and, think anyone uh, would ever call <laughs> Maybe you a little bit. I think you, I don't know, I think you're an int- extroverted introvert. But go on. <laughs> and we both really like to talk in front of people and um, do things in front of people. Like maybe if I present pres- present something in front of the class, we both like to do that. You're very you have very good uh, public speaking skills and public performance skills. You've been doing that since you were little, and you're you're actually very confident on stage, which I love. I love that about you. I don't know why, but I'm no more nervous than this if I were. Gonna... I know you're, you're more nervous right now than if you were standing yeah. on a stage. Um, okay, so we both like public speaking. Yeah, and we all we both I feel like react the same way. If I don't know something would happen, like maybe if Asher, if like say Asher was being like kind of annoying, we would both react the same way. <laughs> Like if you had a brother like Asher, <laughs> kind of I like have a lot of brothers. Yeah. They're called surgeons. <laughs> I have to tell them all the time they're being annoying. Just joking. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I know what you're saying, but it doesn't like it. Like we say it, and then we just get over it. It doesn't. Yeah, like we, like, don't we, carry we a grudge. We don't we, carry grudges. Neither. Yeah, we like say like if Dad's being annoying or something, and we'll both be like. Uh, and we'll like ignore him for like an hour, and then the next hour we'll <laughs> pretend it will never happen, and we'll just go on. Well, that's good that we don't hold grudges. But yes, we do get annoyed with dad and the boys. Okay, so we we are like that way. Um, we both like style. Yeah, we both are very fashiony and girly, and uh, we like to dress up and look cute a lot. <laughs> you look very cute all the time. Okay, so what? In what ways do you think we're different? Um, I'm more on the artsy side, as you already said. Like I like to play instruments and draw. And you also are more of a reader. Um, I'm not really a reader. I'm more of a math person. So you are breaking my heart with this non-reader stuff. <laughs> You need to read more. I do read. I read like 50 pages every day. Yes, but you need to like fall in love with reading. I'm surprised that you don't love to read because you do like to be by yourself and you're artistic. That's what a lot of people say. But why don't you love to read like I do? I feel like when I get older, I will like to read, but just not right now. I don't know. It's just, I can't find that right book. Oh, what about Anna Green Gables? Well, Anna Green Gables was pretty good, but I love Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh, I love that series, too. Okay, can we talk about makeup for a minute? You have some <laughs> mad makeup skills. Like, your makeup skills are, like, another level compared to mine. <laughs> Where did you learn how to do makeup? Okay, now, we do need to make a little disclosure here, a disclaimer that you are not allowed to wear makeup, like, to school no. or anything like that. But you do have an amazing makeup uh, collection. You like makeup. You always ask for Sephora for your birthday. Uh-huh. And I let you play with makeup. Uh, well, number one, the reason why I mostly like makeup is just because dance competition, we always go full out glam. And my dance teacher has always taught me how to do it. And so has mom. 
but I also watch videos and tutorials on them, and then I just like to practice, and then I get better and better each time. You are so very good at it. Like, you are, like, really good at makeup. I mean, I I don't even know where you learn these skills, but it's pretty amazing. Of course, we have to hide it from Dad. Dad, yeah. you have to ha- wash everything if, off before yes, Dad comes home because he freaks out. If I, I usually run into Mom's room to show her I don't because if Dad's always like, what are you putting on your face? <laughs> He's like... Is that like face paint or something? <laughs> so, so you don't wear it to school or you don't wear it. No, out or anything, I usually but you just, like to play with it and you like yeah, to do it. I usually just put like chapstick on for school and that's it. So, okay, so what would you tell a parent listening? A, 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 what would you tell a woman listening who is busy like mom? Maybe she's a doctor, maybe she's a lawyer, maybe she's got some other career and she's really busy and maybe she feels like she's not the best parent in the world. What would you say to her? Um, you might think that, but really your kids care about you a lot and they know, they probably do know what you're going through and they probably do understand that you have to work a lot and, uh, they don't feel, they might feel a little sad sometimes, but you shouldn't be like, oh, it's like all my fault, but you're doing something for a reason and you shouldn't, quit that or stop doing that because if you like it you should keep doing it and your kids will always support you in that and they uh, won't I don't know let you down and stuff Mm, that's such good advice so what do you think about dad we haven't really talked about dad dad's kind of the glue that holds everybody together isn't he yes number one he's a physical therapist which is also pretty cool it's practically a doctor I'm pretty sure. I don't really know. <laughs> so he helps people that are injured with their sports yes. injuries or they have fallen so, or they've hurt themselves or they've broken a bone. He helps them get better, right? Yes. Like if... Mostly sports stuff, huh? Yeah. He's usually, if I get hurt or something, he's always there to wrap it up or give me ibuprofen or something. And it's cool that, number one, he takes us like everywhere he takes us to soccer to dance to basketball and he's like always right on top of things like he is always like do you have this do you have this do you you have this I get he does have OCD in that way he's the triple checks everything He's like, do you have this jersey? Do you have that jersey? Do you have your soccer cleats? And <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Daddy? Um, I really like how funny he is and how, like, he can turn any situation into something funny or he'll just joke around and he'll make you laugh even if you're not in the brightest mood. That's a pretty good description. So as we wrap up here... If you ha- do you have any last words of wisdom about living brave or being, being brave? Being brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just be yourself. It doesn't matter what other people think of you. And you might think that you might see a picture and you might think, oh, I want to be like that. But just who cares what other, other people think? Just be yourself. And yeah. Mm, that's such good advice. Be yourself. That's the most empowering thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's only one you. There's Mm -hmm. only one Sophia Leah on the planet. And 
I'm just really lucky and really blessed that you are my daughter. And I'm really thankful that you came on this podcast and you were so open and honest and shared with everyone. And I, I just want to say, I love you. I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're listening, I hope that you found some encouragement and that you enjoyed this podcast with my daughter, Sophia and I talking about real life challenges as a working parent and as a child, a daughter going through puberty, um, <laughs> not always fun, not always easy, but we get through it. And I hope that you found some inspiration, some energy, and some encouragement listening to us. And as always, live brave. This has been an HSG production.